Hey friend, before we get into today's episode, I have a question for you. Actually, I have a couple. Do you long to let go of expectations, obligations, and distractions? Do you long to live with more peace, presence, and purpose? And do you wish you could do less and live more? Then I want to invite you to a new mini course called Do Less, Live More. It's going live in September, and then you'll be able to access it via replay. On it, I'll give you my five-step roadmap to get you on your way to doing less of what doesn't matter so you can live more of what does. But seats are limited, so make sure to go and get your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. In the course, you'll learn how to clarify your one thing to focus on that will make the biggest difference in your life. You'll learn to create space and break free from the distractions. And you'll learn to commit to creating a plan and taking action on the right things. Do you want to reach your destination and enjoy the journey? Then you don't want to miss out on this. Remember, we'll be live in September. And after that, replays will be available. So go get all the info and your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. Now let's get to today's episode. How do you reduce unhealthy and unnecessary stress to make taking care of you a priority so you can give to others in the way that you want? That's what we're going to rethink on this episode. But first, I want to remind you, if you'd like my free Live Well, Age Well guide with three keys to start using today, go to lissafiggins.com forward slash agewell. And go ahead and hit the follow button right now so you never miss a conversation. And if you enjoyed this podcast and think it would add value for someone else, it would mean the world to me if you leave a review at podchaser.com. Now, before we get into our conversation today, I want to pause and give a huge shout out to our review of the week from Tracy, who shared, Lissa has a passion for transforming the health and happiness of the people she serves. She brings to light powerful topics in a fun and inspiring way. Thanks so much, Tracy. Your support helps me share this message and your name will go in our monthly drawing. Speaking of which, we're doing one today. You may be asking, what's a girl to do if she wants to get her name in the drawing? I'm so glad you asked. There are two simple ways. One, leave a review on podchaser.com or two, screenshot an episode, post on social and tag me at Lissa Figgins. Stay tuned till the end of our episode for our winner from this month. In the meantime, let's rethink our stress. So today I'm excited to introduce you to Indy Jones. She is a wellness coach for women and you are in the right place because she's a motivational speaker. She's a workshop facilitator, and she's also an author of the book called Healthy Living for Women. And what I love about Indy is that her focus is on empowering women to reduce unhealthy stress to create your best healthy and happy life. So who right now is feeling a little uh, unhealthy stress and needs a little uh, inspiration of how to do that. So Indy, thank you so much for joining us. Tell us a little bit more about your journey and how you got to doing what you're doing today. Thank you, Lissa. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm very honored to be here to speak to your listening audience on this very important topic about stress management. And as you said, I kind of gravitate to women because I happen to be a woman. And so that works, right? Yes. And so I like to help women deal with challenges in life that I know is common because of that very fact that we are women and that we are super women, you know, always Mm. many times taking care of everyone else, oftentimes to our own neglect. So I started on this journey uh, maybe about seven years ago. 
I'm actually a full-time physician as well, board certified internist. And as I was going through my own life transition of going through a divorce and listening to the stories of my patients, it mm-hmm. sort of stirred something up in me that I needed to share my story, uh, share my growth journey in my own health, healing, mentally, physically, spiritually. Those three components are so important and just help women see the importance of putting themselves first and that it's really not a selfish proposition. It's very important. So that's wow. how I started. I feel like we talk the same language because I'm not board certified, you know, as a doctor, but that whole idea of having a life experience caught it causing you to stop and rethink, right. Who you are, what you're doing, where you're going, and then taking that passion and that purpose. That's that, that new repurposed uh, uh, concept that we keep coming back to on the show. And then using that to bless and to, and to benefit other people. I, I just absolutely love, you know, love that you're doing that. So why is it that you think that we do tend to put ourselves on the back burner as women? What what are some of the, let's talk about that a little bit about what, what may be kind of triggering that or causing that or. Sure. I think it's because we're naturally the nurturers, you know, for the mm-hmm. most part. Um, we have uh, that, that natural tendency to be the caregiver, to want to solve uh, all the problems that are before us, specifically for our family and friends and close loved ones. And then many of us have an altruistic nature where we want to help everybody. You know, they call us, you know, we have this empathy for others. And we just have to find that balance where we can do that, but we equipped ourselves to be well, rested, Mm -hmm. whole, nurtured ourselves in order to to be able to give to others the way that we want to. It's just in our DNA. <laughs> right. Yeah, it is. You're right. You're right. It is. And yet the, the last person we often give to is ourselves because we yeah. often see it as selfish. And yeah. I like to equate it with, you know, your, your car is not going to keep going on empty. You know, if you're not continuing to refuel your car, it, you're going to be on the side of the highway and it's not going to be very pretty and you're not going to be able to help anybody, right? No matter how much you want to. Exactly. And so I think the same thing happens, right, with, with us that when we're not taking the time to replenish and to refuel, whether it's with what we're eating or just whether it's with self-care, whether it's with, you know, things with our mind and just even just growing ourselves uh, and, and that whole piece of it, then, you know, people are just kind of getting a shell, um, a shell of us. So what have you seen in the past year? We're just in a very interesting place right now, right? Um, in how we're experiencing stress. So let's talk a little bit about stress. I, I read a statistic about a year ago that mm-hmm. said that I believe it said 95% of, of people are stressed. And I think that, you know, that would probably be well over a hundred at this point uh, with everything that's, you know, that's going on now, but you know, what have you seen over the past, you know, several months that really is affecting women in this area? Well, I I see again, the fact that, you know, obviously we're in a pandemic. We've seen a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel, depending on your perspective and where you're coming from. Again, I'm out on the front line. So I see a lot. And have a unique perspective. But what I'm seeing is that the stress of the pandemic is just compounding the normal daily stress that we have, the normal Mm -hmm. challenges that come up in your life. You know, some people I've seen be directly affected with their own health, with having the infection with the coronavirus um, Mm -hmm. and overcoming that or their family members or even losing loved ones, uh, having to manage uh, some mothers, having to manage being a uh, a teacher, you know, with this digital at home, right. you know, learning for their student or for their 
their children. The students, many of them are at home. Some of them are back in school, but I've seen professional women have to come home in order to help their children in school. And that's very stressful. And how, how do they balance that financial need against the need, again, that their children have for them to be at home? So those are some of the examples of how I've seen the negative impact of the pandemic, you know, uh, directly or indirectly. Right, right. And, you know, and truth be known that when this quote unquote goes back to normal, which who knows what that's going to look like, life still happens, right? And hopefully it's not going to be a global pandemic that's going to have us in the situation soon. But, you know, things in our own personal lives, things in our families' lives, things in, you know, the community around us. So we're always going to be encountering stress. We're always going to be up against that and and Mm -hmm. making sure that I love the word resilient, you know, that things are going to happen, but how resiliency is how we respond to that stress. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about a few practical tips. If someone is listening today and they're thinking, I am that stressed out woman, um, or I don't want to be that stressed out woman. So maybe they're on the prevention side. What are some practical tips that you have to share that we can be thinking about and doing to really be healthy in this area? Okay, great. So you mentioned uh, preventative, uh, you know, or proactive, and then kind of what do you do when you're in the thick of it? So I I really have some tips that relate to both. So in the preventative end and how to deal with it when you're dealing with, you know, hypersports. And so number one is to actually have a personal health and wellness plan. Uh, This is something that is literally written down, something that's fluid, that changes, you know, that you revisit and that you address your mental health, your physical health, your spiritual health, and you find activities and goals that you set for yourself that also um, are a reflection of what your core values are. So again, as women, we naturally value our family and Mm. we want to be able to be there for them. So that should motivate you all the more to have a plan for yourself. So it means scheduling uh, exercise, downtime, meditative time, whatever that looks like for you, you literally have a plan written down. You have alarms set in your phone to remind you, mm. hey, it's me time. It's time to stop what I'm doing and do me. So just being very intentional instead of it being a good theory or thought or concept, actually putting it into practice. So I that's that. Yeah, that's the yeah. one tip that I have. Um, and then also just, you know, having doing something that you love. Um, you know, find, using the opportunity to be creative in this season of all of our lives where we can't do things necessarily the same way that we used to do. Mm-hmm. So finding something that you may you want to learn or, or grow in and just using this opportunity to do something that you would have done otherwise. It may seem counterintuitive, like, oh, I'm stressed. I don't have time for anything else. But it really is a golden time to do something new and fresh. Yeah, I love those, you know, but to your first one, the whole idea of, you know, time blocking those, setting those goals and then Mm -hmm. time blocking. I was listening to a podcast this morning and she was talking about how she time blocks time to take a shower and time to, you know, drive time or just different things like that. Because if we don't, it's really interesting, especially as women, I think Mm -hmm. so because we have that nurturing spirit, like we talked about so many people and things then fill that space. Mm -hmm. And then we just don't get around to it. If we're waiting for that perfect time to be there. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and so making, making that a priority and and a routine and putting healthy boundaries around that around our time, I think is really important. And the other thing is listening to your body. So I noticed yesterday, um, I dropped my son off. He was going, he wanted to go train with some friends, with a coach, you know, uh, lift weights, do some throw football around or whatever. So his friend is going to bring him back home. I said, okay, I'm going to go home and and I probably had a list of things in my head to do, but mm-hmm. my body said, you need a nap. 
And that nap turned into several hours of sleep. <laughs> and mm. so when I woke up and, and I just stayed in the bed and when I woke up this morning, I said, well, that's what my body needed. And I shouldn't feel guilty that whatever I thought I was going to do, not that it was a wasted day or unproductive, but at that time and in that moment, I had the opportunity to rest and my body needed it and needed more than what I thought it did, obviously, because I slept for a good while. <laughs> right, so. right. I love that because I sometimes will get to that point where I just, it's like mm-hmm. my eyes start crossing and I just think I'm not going to be any good to anybody if I don't get a quick, you know, little nap in. So I'll sometimes set the timer, right. And just right. give myself like that 20, I heard 26 seconds is like the ideal time before you go into the deeper sleep and just just that little bit. And then it's the refreshing, you know, to be able to, to move forward. And, and I loved um, your point about finding something that you love. I I know that for me, and when I was in my, especially my thirties, raising kids, it was very hands-on, you know, we did school at home by choice at that time. My husband traveled a lot for what he was doing. So there was never really time, at least I didn't think there was for me to think about the things that I wanted to do. I mean, when was the last time somebody asked me, what do you like, you know, Lissa, what, what, what what really gets you going? What hobbies do you want to pursue? I just, I felt like there was no space for that. And then what happened was I just started fading. And Mm -hmm. I found that, you know, as I got towards the end of my thirties, I loved the time that I had at home with my kids, but I, there was like almost like nothing left of who I was. And so that was really kind of a wake up call turning 40 for me was my, wow, where did time go? How did I get here? Where am I going? Who am I? What am I going to do when I grow up? Right. And I had to kind of rediscover what things do I enjoy? I took up running. I, you know, I always told my husband, I'll only run if someone chases me and then decided I'm just going to try a 5k and, you know, was like, Oh, this is really fun. And, you know, I wasn't reading books because who has time to read books when you're trying to help your kids do everything. And, you know, then listening to podcasts and then, you know, just one thing led to the next. And now it just feels so much fuller. And yes, you have those kind of, it's almost like a little escape for a time, right. When it's something that's really what's, what's enjoyable. So yeah, that's, that's, that's fantastic. And no matter how busy we are, I think we make time for the things that are most important, right? Absolutely. And, you and know, getting when, us to realize in our minds that we are most important. Mm-hmm. We are. We are. Yeah. Yeah. That is so mm-hmm. true. That is so true. Everybody's going to get a better us when we are, you know, better ourselves. And right. I think that's, that's fantastic. So I know that you're, you know, you're really helping women in this area and making it really practical to help them really put together what that plan looks like for them that fits into their life. I love the fact that you said it's fluid because, you know, we have different stages of life, whether it's with kids at home or with careers um, or just personally, we have, you know, different things that are going on in the world around us, you know, so we, we need to keep it something that's, you know, that can move with us and grow with us, but also that we go back and revisit, right. So that we can do that. So tell us a little bit more about, you know, how you're helping women with that. How can people get in touch with you and what resources do you have to offer that might be helpful for someone who wants to put that together? Okay. Well, one thing that I have that I'm very excited and proud of is a book. I have a self-help book. It's called Healthy Living for Women. I'll just hold it up here. Um, It's an easy read that you can get on Amazon. Self-paced. You can see it. It's not thick. And it basically focuses on your mindset, your emotional health, and how to process your emotions so that they don't get in the way of you doing the things that you need to do to take care of yourself. So, So there's a lot of Um, There are a lot of reflective moments within the book. Uh, You could write in the book exercises or you can turn outside of the book. You know, some people don't like to write books, but this Mm. is very highly recommended. Rave reviews on Amazon. So I would encourage women to just get a copy of my book and work through it at at their own pace. I've had several women who read it several times. You know, they come back to it. So uh, that makes me very happy. 
Yeah. Cause every time at a different stage, we come yes. back to it, we hear something different or we have yes. a different need, or I don't remember reading that the first time we think, well, how did I miss that? Right. So I yeah. love that. Absolutely. And then what I do in my practice is I do one-on-one coaching and group coaching. Um, and so women can find out more about my services on my website, which is mindfulhealthforwomen.com. And it's with the number four and it has more information there. I offer a free consultation for anyone who wants to just kind of get some insight and guidance on how to get started on this journey of self-care, reducing stress and total health. So those are the two things that I, I like love to- that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for sharing those. And we will put the links to those in the notes. So if you're listening and you'd like to check out her book on Amazon, um, you can go ahead and do that with an easy link. And then we'll also put the link to her website. So that way you can, you know, just find those resources. I feel like there are so many amazing people out there that have expertise and um, passions in different areas that can help us grow. And I think we grow best when we're in community and when we're, we're with someone else who is helping, right? Helping us along the way, because, you know, we're recording this near the end of March and, you know, we were having conversation before we got, uh, before we hit record that, at this time of year, a lot of people who made those resolutions back in January have kind of forgotten about them. And that's, Absolutely. you don't have to wait until next January, right? To right. come back to those things. At any point you can say, I'm going to make my next, you know, my best, my next, I like to call them body loving choices. My next body loving choice today. Right. What's that going to be? And then move forward. So yeah. So India is a great resource. Um, so please go check out what she has to offer and share that with someone, you know, who might benefit from some of those resources as, as well. Cause I think as women, we want people around us to be well also. So please share those. And I am super, you know, just passionate too about helping women to make it practical. And I put together a, um, a guide called a healthy day guide of just three keys to a healthy day so that you can start incorporating some of these habits, uh, you know, and don't have to start with all, with everything, just, you know, start with one thing and then gradually add to it as it becomes a habit and see the difference that it makes. So I will link to that um, down in the notes as well. So you can go on over and grab that. So thank you so much, Indy, for being with us today, for helping us to, you know, rethink this area of our wellness and, uh, and what we're going to do about it moving forward. I love that you've, you know, you took a situation and circumstance in your life and you repurposed yourself and are using that to make a difference in the lives of other women. So thanks for sharing that with us today. Really appreciate you. Hey friend. So glad you're still here. Wasn't that conversation amazing? I hope it made you rethink some of the priorities in your own life. I can't believe that we're already at the end of episode six. What an amazing launch this has been. Thank you so much to each one of you who's taken the time to listen to an episode, to hit the follow button, and to leave a review on podchaser.com. All of those things are helping us to get this message out into the world and to help women who are frustrated, fading, and unfulfilled to create a life that they love, just like you. And so today, I'm super excited to announce our very first winner. So what's a girl to do if she wants to get her name in this drawing? Well, just as a reminder, there are two simple ways. One, leave a review on podchaser.com, or two, screenshot an episode, post on social, and tag me at Lissa Figgins. Today's winner is going to get something that I could not have made it through the launch of this podcast without, and that's Energy Fizz Ginseng Fizz Sticks. These little packets are packed with vitamins, green tea, and guarana to help boost energy as well as metabolism and mood. 
So if you ever need that little pick me up or something to help you get through the afternoon or through the morning, this is a great alternative to anything else like coffee, soda, sports drinks, or all those other drinks that are filled with tons of artificial ingredients and will send your heart palpitating and maybe even you to the hospital. Instead, I just throw this in my water bottle in the afternoon and it gives me that clarity and that natural boost to really thrive through the rest of the day. So if you want to get your hands on your own, you can always reach out to me, Uh, but our winner today is going to get a box of the lemon lime flavor. So drum roll, please. Our winner is Chanel T. Congratulations, Chanel. You are the winner of the Energy Fizz Ginseng Fizz Sticks. All you need to do is send me an email saying with a subject line, I'm the winner to Lissa at lissafiggins.com. That's Lissa at lissafiggins.com. And I will send this out to you. And for the rest of you, if you want to see how you can try this out, send me an email over there as well, or a message on social at Lissa Figgins. I'd be happy to help. Thanks so much for listening today. It means the world to me that we could spend this time together. If you enjoyed this episode or think it would be helpful for other women in this stage of life, please leave a review at podchaser.com or right here on this platform. I'd love to hear your thoughts on what we talked about today or what you'd like us to talk about in the future. So send questions, comments, or suggestions in a DM over on Instagram at Lissa Figgins. And come join in the conversations I'm hosting over on Clubhouse called Women After 40. You can follow me there at Lissa Figgins and be sure to click on the little bell to get notified when I'm hanging out with amazing women like you wanting to be repurposed too. And until next time, remember, keep rethinking your priorities to create a life you love.